From the fancy parties in the upper ring to the accolade hit on Felucia, you're listening to Star Scavengers, a Lego Star Wars podcast with a focus on the Freemaker adventures. I am Aaron Goins, and I'm here with my co-host, Jonah Marie Macias. How are you doing today, Jonah Marie? I am doing well, Aaron, and I'm excited to talk about this episode because the accolades in it, and I thought, oh my gosh, the awesome accolades in this, and yeah, I got really excited. <laughs> I saw the accolade in the episode, and I thought right away, I was like, is there like an actual Lego accolade like, in any set? I don't think so. I mean, I haven't seen anything like that rolling around the interwebs uh if there have been i i missed them completely i think they did like a little like uh promotional set that was just a little baggy that you could build the little bags yeah that you could build an accolade out of like the smaller pieces but definitely didn't look anything like what we saw on the show but i was wondering if maybe there was a set with like a giant you know accolade minifig or something like that Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. maybe not i don't know but we did go on some Lego adventures recently, didn't we? We did, and they were fun, fun adventures. I started off with pancakes. Yes, pancakes. <laughs> we we did. We did start out with pancakes. Uh, not too early in the morning on in New York, although it felt early to me because I was <laughs> out pretty late the night before. But, um, yeah, we did pancakes with some, some of our Star Wars friends um, there in New York City, and then we just happened to be right next to the Lego store. So we decided right. to drop in. Yeah, it was right there, which was convenient. And we went in, and it was great seeing all the sculptures. I am always so impressed by these giant Lego sculptures and what people can do with that stuff. Um, and it was fun exploring the store, but I thought it was so small for a store in Rockefeller Center. I thought it was going to have two floors, but it ended up having like a floor and a half. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of a – yeah, the one floor – was there and then you kind of walked upstairs but it was just to almost just a landing yeah not yeah. to a whole floor that would be above you it was almost just kind of uh almost like you're walking up to a balcony yeah yeah and um, it's like uh you have no choice but to pay for your products now <laughs> right yeah that whole second floor was basically just the line to check out mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so yeah i had never been to that lego store i feel like i've been to the other one i think there's another one closer to times square Mm. Um, I am not familiar with one in Times Square. There's just a Disney store there, but there is one on 23rd Street, which is further downtown. Okay, maybe I, my brother was looking up on the map and he said there was another one. So maybe I haven't. Maybe I've only been to the one in Rockefeller Center now, but I felt like I'd been to a different one. But I might gotcha. be getting that mixed up with like going to the to the big Toys R Us store yeah, yeah. that has a lot of Lego stuff in it. Which isn't open anymore. They closed it down. They closed the, the Toys R Us down? Yeah, it's no longer going to be in that location. I think they're going to move it somewhere else in Midtown. But yeah, that location is no longer Toys R Us. Oh, that's sad. Sad times. <laughs> well, I will agree with you. It was a little underwhelming as far as just the, the store itself. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a lot of, a lot of uh, Lego in that store and a lot of Star Wars Lego. Yes, there was. But there were... Uh, the Lego scavenger, star scavenger set, which was fun to see in person because I didn't think <laughs> I didn't think they were going to be there. But it turns out that they were with the um, Nari ship was there as well. Right. And then there was the I remember on our way out, there was the Ewok village. Yes, the Ewok village, the one that I've been 
talking about as kind of my set that's at the top of my list that I want to get um, was there. Yeah, it was like 220 something dollars. I think it was 250 <laughs> Was yeah. it? Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, I was. I definitely wasn't tempted to buy it. I did not want to spend that kind of money, although I did spend some money in the store. Yes. <laughs> I think both of us did. Um, so we did both pick up a set, the, the Star Scavenger set, which yeah. it's fitting, I guess, for the show that we're doing, uh, for that to be the first set that we pick up uh, in the store together. But um, did you pop that open yet? Did you build it yet? I did. I did pop it open. I took out the bags, and then I got <laughs> distracted by dinner, and then <laughs> the bags are still out, and they have not been opened. So but you it have it like there, there, right? Yes. Are you going to build the set while we're podcasting? Uh, oh, not right next to me. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if I start hearing like the, you know, the sound. I mean, the, it's a pretty distinct sound of like Lego rustling. I guess you could call yeah. it. <laughs> as you're searching for the pieces <laughs> maybe the next episode depends because it uh, depends how long it takes me to to build it I'm, I'm the type of person who like puts something down and comes back to it like two or three days later <laughs> yeah i'm like that with lego sets as well in fact i have the uh, doctor who tardis set on my desk at work and it has been there for months and not oh, finished man. yet because oh, i build it at work so i'm at work and i, I kind of feel guilty that i'm playing with toys at work sometimes <laughs> So, like, you know, I, I try to build it, like, a few minutes here and there and just kind of add a few blocks, a few bricks. But um, it's still f- unfinished. But now I have to finish it so I can move into the Star Scavenger. I did open my Star Scavenger box kind of like you. I took out the bags. I did open up one of the bags because I wanted to get – I at least wanted to find one of the minifigs. Yeah, Rowan. You took so out Rowan. I found Rowan. So I do have him built. I did put those three pieces together. Four pieces, right? No. Yes. Yeah. Four pieces. He's got hair, he's got a head, he's got a body, and he's got legs. Yes. So, yes, uh, he is. He has been put together. The rest of the set is still in the bags. Um, but I'm looking forward to jumping into that one. But I did have some other sets that I bought at this Lego store as well um, that were a little bit easier to, to kind of start on. Um, I picked up the Ghost. Not the full-size Ghost, but just the, um, the Micro Fighter. With Hera? With Hera. So... That's a pretty cool set to get. And these are good sets to get if you want a quick build and if you want to pick up a, a minifig for pretty cheap because uh, that comes with a Hera minifig, and it's only 10 bucks. Oh, nice. You know, for the whole thing. So I haven't built that one yet. I did get a Resistance X-Wing fighter as well. Mm. Um, not the full-size one, <laughs> but the <laughs> uh, the also the micro fighter. And uh, I did build that one on my drive back from New York. Um I wasn't driving while I was building it. My brother was driving, but um, I was sitting in the passenger seat and I was like, oh, this is a small enough set. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't have to worry too much about losing pieces. And so I kind of scattered them out on my lap and built the set as we were driving home. Um, so that was a pretty fun build. That is cool. I'm glad you weren't the one driving and building no, at the that same That would have been dangerous yet impressive. Um, yeah, yeah. But that one comes with a cool minifig as well because it comes with... Um, snap wexley oh really i I would have thought it was poe yeah so poe comes with like the full size set ah Um, either you can you have uh, poe's x-wing which is the the orange and black one which comes with poe and it also comes with uh, bb-8 minifig Mm. and then you they have the other x-wing which is just a resistance x-wing which also comes with poe but he's in a different outfit and it comes with bb-8 but that's the blue like kind of the blue and gray x-wing Mm. Uh, fighter so they have those you know those full-size sets that come with poe but this 
this little microfighter set, it comes with Snap Wexley, which I thought was really cool. And it doesn't even na- name him on the box. It just says Resistance Pilot, I think. Mm. Um, but it's clearly that character based on like the, the decals on his helmet and the way that his, his facial hair and stuff. So, Oh, that's neat. And, and it's great that you picked that up right when Life Deck came out. So Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like uh, with, with Temin Wexley, who becomes Snap Wexley. Um, being kind of a big part of that book, so yeah, it was it's cool timing. I love how all this stuff's tying together now in the yes. in this universe. Um, you know, with all the new stuff that's coming out, they you know the story group is doing a really good job of kind of tying this stuff together. I don't know if you read um, if you read the Servants of the Empire Junior novels. I've read books one through three, so I confirmed that, that I did read, actually did read number three, but I still have to pick up number four. So I really got to do that because I want to find out what happened to Zerleonis' sister, which is a main focus throughout the book. So. Yeah, you definitely <laughs> have to pick up that last book and get the full story. But I will say there is some tie-in from Servants of the Empire um, into Life Debt. Which, really? Yeah, which I thought was really cool because it's like a junior novel series. You would think they would just, you know, be like, "Oh, it's junior novels, whatever. We don't have to really tie this into the bigger narrative." But they really do have a pretty major uh thing that happens in the Servants of the Empire novels that actually carries over into Life Debt. <gasps> that's so, so interesting. And then there's like a gap of time, so for that to happen, that's pretty neat. Yeah. So, look at us drifting off into book talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> We're this gonna isn't Star Wars book word. Yeah, <laughs> I just can't help it. Um, but we'll do some Rebels chat too. Yeah, I know Rebels in a chat, minute. You yeah. like the, you like the, the the title drop there? Um, yeah, we'll talk a little bit of Rebels in a minute. Um, but the one last set I got, and this is this is kind of what I was talking about. How starting this podcast has reinvigorated my excitement for collecting uh, all things Lego. Um, I think my wife noticed that I was buying all these smaller sets. And so she went to Target and found in the clearance rack um, another little mini box, uh, so another like ten dollar set, and it's uh, it was called the Senate Commando Troopers, and oh, basically okay. it's uh, four of the Senate Senate Commandos, which are the ones that wear like the really cool blue, like almost Imperial Guard looking yeah, clothes. Yeah. Um. So it's four Senate Commandos, and they come with this like basically this mounted. Gatling gun. That's really all it is. There's no vehicle or anything like that. Um, but that just that little set was cool alone just to have the little minifigs. Um, three of them have like distinct blue armor, and then the fourth one has the same blue armor, but with like um, I guess he's kind of their captain or whatever, and he's got like some white markings on his armor as well. So he's a pretty unique looking minifig. I wonder if he was. I wonder if one of them is that. Can the helmets come off and see their faces? Yeah, they all look pretty normal, just regular, the regular uh, Lego head that doesn't have any hair um, without any specific features. Oh, uh, I gotcha. Were you wondering if it might have been that guy from Clone Wars? Yeah, with the funky hair whose name is, I'm completely drawing a blank, but he had like the best hair in the entire oh, yeah. series. I know who exactly who you're talking about. I'm blanking on his name as well. <laughs> but yeah, I I thought the same thing when I saw the set. I was that's like, well, awesome. this it's the uh, you know, maybe one of these guys is him. But Yeah. <laughs> that would be an awesome Lego hair hair um accessory. <laughs> <laughs> and then just get a General Grievous. Was it General Grievous? No. Who was it that that uh 
ends up stabbing him in the back. Oh, Asajj. Oh, Ventress, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she was the one yeah. who uh, stabbed him in the back. <laughs> yep. So get get a little Asajj minifig next to him, and then get the little the little Lego lightsaber to yeah. stick through his back there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I I have all these sets now. You know, I still need to build the Star Scavenger. I still need to build the Ghost. But I did build the X-Wing and the uh, Senate Commando Troopers. So Two out of four. Two out of four isn't bad. Um, but maybe by the next time we record, me and you will have some of the Star Scavenger built so we can do a little bit of a review on that set. Definitely. But, yeah, so we, you know, this is not Lego related, but I think it's big enough news that we can talk about it. The uh, A big clip for Season 3 of Rebels dropped today. It did, and I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I was, it gave me a lot of emotions because there was so much happening, and Ezra has gone into a very, uh, I guess not, I guess you could say dark, but he's definitely more fierce and confident in his skills and what he's doing, and. Oh man, that clip! Like I was telling Aaron, I like I, I don't remember much of what was happening, <laughs> like the dialogue, dialogue-wise, and what was happening in terms of the meat of the story. But I remember just him, his awesome new hairdo, his lightsaber, and the new clothes they were all wearing. So and Hondo, of course. I mean, what's not to love about Hondo? <laughs> so yeah, I, I saw that at work and I am dying to see it again because I've only had the chance to see it once so ah, I gotta put it on repeat <laughs> well this just means we're gonna have the opportunity for new minifigs for Lego right if they do some Clone War or I mean some Rebels sets based on the new season um, yeah you know we could always get an Ezra you know a short hair Ezra with a Yee. green lightsaber um, you know new clothes obviously um, you know so that, that'll be cool to keep an eye out for and see if we get some updated minifigs based on this stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I have a Ezra Bridger collection thing going. So I have all things Ezra, and I would love to collect. It was one of the, th- the thoughts that came to me, and I even tweeted about it. I was like, oh, my gosh, I can collect new Ezra things when the season drops. So <laughs> I can't wait to get some of those Lego pieces. Yeah, definitely. And, yeah, the the, the clip that they showed was really cool. Ezra with the short hair and just looking, he just looks older, like you said, more confident. I wonder how much time has passed. It'll be interesting to find out for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, it definitely. It seems like it's a significant amount of time uh, because he he looks like a grown man now, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, he, I think the last time we saw him, he was still only supposed to be like 16. Yes. So um, I'm going to guess at least a couple years have have would have passed, but we'll see. We'll see. I'm disappointed if that's the case. Like I like their adventures in between. I, I would I would not like it for it to have, you know, three years to have passed by or something like that. That's just too much. <laughs> yeah, if if they make it too like if he's too old where they reveal like he's like eighteen or nineteen, which puts us right up to the you know, the beginning and of a new hope. hope. Yeah. Um that will kind of tip their hand, I think, a little bit on this might be the last season of Rebels. <laughs> you know, <laughs> kinda like, hey, that. we're gonna grow him up really fast and kind of finish this story off. Uh, so that would be kind of sad if that's that's the direction they're going. But I guess we'll find out. And we have uh, Star Wars Celebration Europe is happening probably as people are listening to this episode by the time it's out, um, which means that there's going to be probably even more information revealed uh, yes. there as well. So good, fun times. Fun, fun times indeed. Fun times to be a Star Wars fan. 
But we are here to review the next episode of the Freemaker Adventures. Um, and I don't think we have anything else we need to cover before we do that. So do you want to jump right into it? Definitely. So this is episode six of season one. It's called Crossing Paths. And it was great to see more legendary characters in this episode. Like I know for Rebels, a lot of people are like, oh, no, you know, there's more characters um, being tossed in there. But I, I, I really like the way they do it in the Freemaker Adventures. It's you can do it and get away with it. And it's it, it was fun to see Luke and Leia in this episode. Yeah, it, that is something I feel like they can get away with in this show more than maybe you would in other shows um, because of it, it being Lego because of the fact that it's not uh, canon, um, they can kind of play around with some of these characters and not have to be so worried about handling them wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but when you bring somebody like Leia into rebels, that's when it's like, Oh wow. Like we're adding to the canon here and kind of filling in her backstory a little bit. Um, so that people, People get a little bit more nervous about that. But in a show like this, it's like, yeah, sure, bring them in. You know, it's just for fun. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I thought it was – I wasn't expecting to see them. But when I saw them pop up on the screen, I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is interesting. Of all the of all the people in the galaxy to crash land into the Freemaker's, you know, garage, who is it? Luke and Leia, of course. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> and I love the fact that they were being chased by these TIE fighters and – Leia kept saying, you know, we'll be protected by these two A-wings. <laughs> and then and one gets shot down. <laughs> and then the other one gets shot down. <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> yeah, I like the kind of the joke with uh, when Ben Ben Kenobi shows up. Like, you know, use the force. You know, we we have that scene from, you know, A New Hope where his voice comes in. But in this case, he tells Luke to use the force in his ghostly form. But he's in Luke's way, you know, which I thought yeah. was really funny. Luke, you know, Luke's just like, Ben, you're blocking my view. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was, that was pretty clever. It was. It was. Did, uh, uh, did Luke's voice sound weird to you at all? Um, It did sound a bit deeper than what I'm used to hearing. Uh, But I didn't really considering, you know, that it's, uh, the, it's his Lego form. I, I didn't really, like, focus so he, on it too much. But I did recall hearing um julie dolan's voice who does leia and she also did leia in star wars rebels the star wars rebels episode oh really yeah yeah so that was her well she does she does a great leia oh yeah yeah. she was great but um for luke it was it was different enough for me that it was a little distracting ah gotcha. the voice i don't know like luke always has that little bit of a higher voice um you know, and it, you get used to hearing Mark Hamill's voice, but you know, I've heard other people do Luke's voice where it it kind of mimics that. Mm. But in this case, this guy did have a, a deeper voice, almost something you would expect to hear as somebody doing a Han as opposed to Luke. Right. So yeah. It was. Uh, yeah. So that was a little bit of a departure from what you might expect, but um, you know, the the voice acting was great. It just didn't quite sound the way I, I expected it to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they crash land into the only place they, that's nearby is the wheel. Did you ma- manage to interpret some of the arabesque on it? I I was like, Aaron's got it. No, I did not. <laughs> I didn't take the time. Um, oh, Aaron didn't get it. I did not. I I had watched it through the first time, and then I planned to watch it a second time and kind of do that kind of stuff. Um, but 
ended up not having as much time as I thought. So I wasn't able to, to be that, you know, observant. But I will, now that you have called me out on it, I will go back and look and see if I could decipher any of the Arabesh. Yeah, so they end up going to the wheel and they crash land just when uh, Nare's leaving. She's leaving to, I forget what she tells Rowan, but she's leaving off on a trip. Yeah, to... she tells him she's going on a secret mission that he can't, That's what it he is. can't come along. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the reason... Uh, we're focusing on that area is because Mr. Cooper dropped by. <laughs> hanging, <laughs> hanging with Mr. Cooper. Hanging with Mr. Yeah. Cooper. Um, yeah, Mr. Cooper drops by because he has a 10% off coupon. And what I find hilarious is that this guy, it turns out to be a rich guy, and he's still using a 10% off coupon. <laughs> that's, get... how, that's how they become rich. Stingy. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I love the return of this character. I hope he is somebody that uh, continues to pop back up from time to time. He's he's a good character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that he brings them cool things, and it, it kind of Xander wants to touch them and and you know ride them and 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 do whatever he can with them. <laughs> and then Mr. Cooper's like no, and uh, and of course Cordy she tells him that he has to promise not to do anything with the with the speeder bike. Yes, and... <laughs> the speeder bike. Yeah, he's Xander's very impressed with the speeder bike, just like he was very impressed with the N1 Starfighter. And, you know, of course he wants to ride it, but Mr. Cooper's like, no, don't go no. don't get anywhere near my speeder bike. Um and then he, he promises that he won't. Of course the, <laughs> He ends up breaking. <laughs> yeah. When Luke and Leia crash land in there, you know, in his attempts to save the bike from being uh crushed by their ship, he ends up just barely tapping it. Um, <laughs> with his rear with his rear yes <laughs> oh that was great and he was like oh no i broke my promise <laughs> i broke my promise <laughs> but she's like you held it for two seconds <laughs> <laughs> a new record <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um and then luke um they you know they come out and they need their to have their repairs and cordy's like oh no this is gonna be a very very expensive job for you guys right cordy is always focused on the money and i don't think it's like a greedy thing you know with her it's just they need to survive you know their their shop needs to survive they're always needing money to pay their rent and so any opportunity she sees to make money um for the good of the family she will take it so she that's a big focus of hers yeah yeah so uh leia's like oh god i have no choice so they end up separating rowan goes with luke and leia ends up staying with the two siblings and luke is trying to come up with some sort of lie (laughs) to mask who he is and what he's doing and he's not good at it at all (laughs) no he's not he's not a good liar rowan calls him out for that uh you know you're not a very good liar um (laughs) So yeah, he <laughs> they get outed pretty quick. Um even with Roger, you know, I thought it was funny when Roger was looking at the screen where it showed the costume, you know, these these the costumes. Yeah, they're wearing like fake beards and stuff. The mustache. And he just met Luke and he's like, "Where have I seen that face before?" Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was great. And um, and then that Imperial officer drops by. Oh, no, actually, that was the transmission. You know, they were warning everyone that they have these uh, rebel rebel scumminess yes. <laughs> going on within the wheel. And this female Imperial officer comes by 
and she was very intimidating. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was uh, cool that they didn't just do. Most of the time, we see these imperial officers, um, it, they're they're men. Yeah. So it was it was a nice departure to see this you know similar type of character, but she was a lot different than the last imperial we we came across. Right. Uh, where that yeah. guy had no intentions of ever being promoted or having any responsibility. But here we had, uh, I think her name was Lieutenant Estock. Mm. And uh, she she did have, you know, she did want uh, to be promoted. And she thought by catching these rebels that might help help her on her way. Right. Yeah. And Cordy's like, this family doesn't need trouble from the rebellion and especially the, the Empire. And... It's interesting that Cordy is completely they're aware that this is this galactic war is happening. Uh but she she wants no part in it and she doesn't want her family to be part in it. And I guess, you know, that's kind of the mentality that we all tend to share from time to time. You know, we don't really got want to get involved with it. So it, it's it was interesting to see to hear her say that that she doesn't want to uh take part in that. Right. But they kind of get swept up in it no matter what. Right? No matter they, what, of course. They're trying to help hide. Well, I guess Leia basically tells them if they help them out, she's going to pay her f- five times the <laughs> amount, you know, which, uh, you know, not, or, um, Cordy had to crunch the numbers, yeah, which I thought was that's funny. that's like five times. Yeah. Let me crunch the numbers. That's like five times. <laughs> can't argue um, with the math. No, but, you can't argue with the math. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that scene's so perfect. And so they end up trying to take Leia into this incinerator. <laughs> yeah, Leia, you know, having to deal with these trash compactors and now incinerators. They literally just dumped her into the incinerator <laughs> they did. Um, to cover their own tracks. I wasn't sure because they never really had a way to communicate to Leia, you know, any kind of alternate plan. Right. Like, hey, you know, if you fall down there, there's some bar that you can grab onto. Or there was, they just dumped her in there, I guess, just hoping with her, with her good luck and, and intelligence, she would figure it out on her own. Yeah. Which she did. She did. Um, and it was able to get out of there. Um, but it was a nice way to trick the Imperials that they thought that, uh, they thought she wasn't in there. Yeah. I like to think that, cause we know Leia's force sensitive. So I like to think that Leia's force sensitivity played a part in her catching that that pole before falling into the uh the incinerator <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe at this point i don't know if she's even aware of it so no yeah yeah <laughs> she might have seen it as luck but it was the force keeping her alive yes but, and uh, uh and i think at the same time or a little bit before that the rowan and luke and roger, roger had ended yeah. up going into hyperspace because he had dropped coffee or something some liquid onto the console yeah, so I think he was drinking oil. Oh, was it? That's what it seemed like. He said it was like oh, 30 weight, the good stuff or whatever. <laughs> Which I think that was referring to oil. I I don't I'm not I'm not into that kind of stuff or cars and stuff to know, but that was my guess. But yeah. Um yeah, they end up kind of shooting off to another planet that I don't know if we ever really knew where they landed, right? It's it, it's Felucia. Oh, Felucia. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. They, just... they had the glowy trees at night, and then during the day, it was all nice and colorful. And I remember because poor Ayla got got killed on that planet during Order 66. Shot in the back. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and... so, yeah, Felucia. Okay, so it's cool that they're keeping it, you know, with planets that we've seen before. Yeah. I didn't yeah. pick up on that. 
And I love that Rowan was completely amazed by Luke's force abilities. First with opening the doors and then cutting that hole. First of all, when Luke cut the hole through the star scavenger, yeah. I thought, oh my gosh, Cordy is going to kill him. He's messing with our ship. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing. Well, I wasn't even thinking more Cordy. I was just thinking, man, that's he's doing some damage to their ship there. You know? <laughs> I don't know how if you can find a perfectly circular Lego piece to fill that hole, but <laughs> that might take some patchwork. And and Rowan is just completely amazed, and he's like, "Whoa, this is amazing!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As they fly out of the ship and it ends up crash landing, poor Roger didn't get rescued at all. Yeah, I love that line. Where he said, what did he say? Something about, like, thanks, Mr. Jedi. Thanks a lot for saving me or something like that. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much. For but, like, the sarcasm me. was, you know, <laughs> seething. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Mr. Jedi. Thank you for saving me, too. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's my best Roger impression. And and I think Rowan also had a good line there where he said, did you just do a mind trick on me and I didn't even know it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking about it. I'm watching this and realizing um, it's kind of putting it into perspective like where in the timeline we are mm. when you see these characters. And and I was kind of thinking Nare being, you know, whatever she's supposed to be, you know, a sur- surviving Jedi that turned bad or maybe a, an Inquisitor or something. The fact that she's still kind of running around the galaxy this late in the game is kind of an interesting concept. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That, that there was a dark side user other than uh, Vader and the Emperor that was, you know, I, it's kind of hard to tell with Lego, like, what their age range is, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm. it looks like she's maybe kind of an older, you know, like, maybe somewhere, like, I don't know, 40s, you think? I would say that, yeah. Maybe something like that. So she would be old enough that she would have been around during, like, the Inquisitors and maybe late in the Clone Wars. Yeah, uh, maybe yeah. she was like Padawan age, like maybe a Kanan, you know, type. So yeah, um, I'd love to hear more backstory. I know she's just a Lego character, not necessarily Kanan, but I'd love uh, to hear a little bit more backstory on what her history is. Definitely, and uh, I think at this point they end up uh, both Cordy and Xander end up rescuing Leia, and they have no choice but to. Oh well, first of all, Xander. <laughs> Xander gets on this thing. I forget what it is. And he calls out uh, Xander Freemaker, Superstar. Uh, super, oh, I forget what it was. It's like Superstar Hero or something like yeah, that? Yeah, so, <laughs> I used it as a hashtag earlier on my oh. tweet. And, oh, man, that was, that, was, that was hilarious. And then Cordy and Leia end up having to go past the middle ring to get to the upper ring to escape the Empire. And I love that the... Elevator's voice said that the upper ring was for the rich, the super rich, and the empire. And the empire. <laughs> and she had her Alderaan card on her. So yeah. I guess that qualified her as uh, somewhere on that scale. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was interesting to see them go to the, the upper ring. I guess that's where, is that where the Smoochabacher chick lives? Yeah, Becky Smoochabacher. <laughs> so maybe, we, maybe she was in the background somewhere. We should have we kept an eye out for her. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had done that. And... And then uh, while they're in the elevator, they talk about Leia talks about how she does things to to help out the galaxy, bring about peace and whatnot. And <laughs> Cordy says, "One time I gave this guy half a sandwich I didn't want." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like she was just realizing, 
that she never actually did something nice for anybody. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and they have to uh, pretend that they're a cleaning crew because they end up uh, crashing into uh, Mr. Cooper's room. So now we know where Mr. Cooper lives. He actually lives on the the uh, the, the upper ring. The upper ring. Um, so he's a local. Yes. But yeah, so they have to pretend that they're cleaners. Um, so we got another appearance from him. I thought that was pretty funny, which which led to a pretty off-color joke about Alderaan. Oh, man. I heard that, <laughs> and I thought, oh, Leia's going to punch him. <laughs> she ended up doing just that. But, yeah, that was that was too soon. Too like you said, yeah. too soon. <laughs> yeah. How many, how many Alderaanians does it take to change a light bulb? Like, <laughs> I feel bad even saying it out loud. I <laughs> <laughs> that I laughed and I said oh my gosh I'm terrible I laughed out loud yeah I well the funny thing is I just finished reading the the Princess Leia comics from Marvel oh okay in the comics it's five issues and it's all about her kind of you know that just happened and she's kind of coming to grips with the, the loss of her planet and she's now going out and trying to find all the survivors that are across the galaxy and bring them together and so you know it's this really serious story about Alderaan and its destruction and the people and how they survived. And then I watched Lego <laughs> and there's this joke and I was like, Ooh, ouch, that, that was rough. You that know, hurt. <laughs> but she like punches him through the wall and then, you know, he's just like, what too soon? You know, which I thought <laughs> was perfect. So yeah, that really was, that was awesome. And it ends up switching completely over to Nare who goes to Coruscant and it was neat because she actually passes by the Jedi temple. Yes. And she ends up going to, Which uh, I think is, isn't that where the emperor has like put up shop now? I think so. Cause that's where in lost stars, he had held that ball, the Imperial ball. Um, and made it into like his pretty palace of sorts. Uh, and that kind of made me sick. And then inside, I was just like, oh, God, this guy is evil. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that's what he... But he's, he's so... funny in this show. Yes. You know, it's <laughs> hard to hate this guy. He's, he's pretty funny. Yeah, he does her performance review, starts asking her the questions. Uh, would you say that you've... <laughs> 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 you brought me five Kyber Savers? Three? One? None? <laughs> none and he just checks off none. <laughs> like, i'm gonna put down none yeah that was that was really funny mm-hmm. um, i was hoping that interview would go a little longer it would have been funny to kind of just see what other jokes and maybe they had some other jokes written that we never got to see but um i'm sure they came up with plenty of funny interview questions or not or review questions yeah, um, yeah. for that scene <laughs> <laughs> and back on Felucia, Luke is putting the star scavenger together, thankfully. And uh, he's lifting everything. And Rowan's so impressed that he can lift something that heavy. <laughs> and Luke ends up imitating Yoda, yeah. <laughs> saying, size matters not. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. And then we get the the uh, the force plants. The force plants were so cool that you they would bloom when you use the force around them. That that was neat. And it actually reminded me of this plant in Puerto Rico where 
when you rub your when you come close to it, it actually closes up. And I think it's called a sleeping plant in English. I forget what it's called in Spanish. But it kind of reminded me of that where it did the opposite, where you would, you know, do something around it and it open up and bloom. So I thought that was sweet. And then we also discovered that the Acle has the hyperdrive motivator. Yes. Yes. And kind of another thing on those force plants it's interesting because they've been playing around with that concept um, in other canon material. Oh, um, with the tree? Yeah, with kind of the force trees and Luke goes on this whole mission in, right. the, in the Shattered Empire comics to kind of go back into the Jedi Temple and, and rescue these trees that are that kind of have uh, force sensitivity. Um, and then Poe Dameron actually, you know, grew up, his family, um, you know, the, those plants were planted right outside of his house. Oh wow! Um, so yeah. there's there's a, some tie in there. Um, you know, I don't know if it's intentional or just a, or just a coincidence, but um, I thought that was interesting to see a similar concept. And I guess that's the same tree that was out in the back. I guess you could say backyard of the Jedi Temple, right? Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think there was a tree at the Jedi Temple, and then Luke basically went to to grab the remains of it, right? Or what was left of it. Um, to get it out of the get it out of the empire's hands. Interesting. So I, I wonder if they're if, what else do they plan to do with that? I've heard some rumors, but about episode eight and stuff. But I don't. Oh. I don't. I try not to get too much into the rumor stuff. Gotcha. But, yeah, um, me neither. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if it's a purposeful plant. Uh, no pun intended. That, <laughs> <laughs> that those were in there. Um, or that they're playing, you know, kind of playing with the idea of force sensitive uh, plants, and if that'll show up in the movies, or maybe it's just something that we'll see in things like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah, and uh, that Akle ends up chewing up Roger and spits him back out. <laughs> yeah, Roger, you know, he get he's he's getting eaten by all the the plants on Felucia, the Akle, you know, everybody's <laughs> spitting him back out. Yeah, Rick. Well, kind of back on um, back on the ring. Cordy gets captured. By oh, that's Imperial. right. And the she's, diner. She's going to get arrested. And then Leia basically starts a food fight uh, <laughs> to prevent that. And then the Imperial officer gets uh, taken by some kind of roving vacuum cleaner. Yes, which looks kind of neat. And I wish we had stuff like that. <laughs> right. Except that it would be dangerous. Oh, that's true. Just yeah. stay out of the way. <laughs> but, yeah, so I don't know what happened to her. You know, um, our last Imperial officer got promoted. Um, and this one got sucked up by a vacuum cleaner. So she did, yeah. <laughs> but she ends up coming back at the very end. Oh, that's right. She does yeah, show yeah. back up. You're right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. So yeah. So that that all happened. Xander finally gets to ride the bike. He, he does he uses the the rescue attempt as an es- excuse. I think. You know, he said, "Oh, I need it for the speed, so I could catch up to you guys." You know, so, <laughs> so he don't be up, mad. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up doing that, which uh, I think made him pretty happy. And then as a way to get the hyperdrive motivator back, they use the little force plants to distract the Ackley, uh and and have it follow the little the lights as they light up. And that's how they finally get their final piece to be able to go back to the wheel. Yes. That was interesting. Um, the amount of plants that they had to set up to, to create this runway, basically, for the Ackley, 
Yeah. Like, where did they find all those plants and how did they have that much time to put them in perfect formation? <laughs> and I love that Rowan came up with it. He came up with the plan. He's he it dawned on him that they could use something to distract this creature and that's what they ended up doing. Yeah, and Luke was very impressed with that. Um did I'm trying to remember, did did he ever reveal his force powers to Luke or was he kind of hiding them the whole time? No, he was hiding them because Nare had told him never to show his powers to anyone because he had shown them to Mr. Cooper. Mr. Cooper was like, oh, my gosh, how did you do that? <laughs> and she had to force uh, use the uh, Jedi mind trick to make him forget. And she told him to never reveal your powers in front of anyone else. And he never did. He never showed them to Luke, even though Luke was using them himself. Ah, yes. OK, because I was starting to think like, man, if Luke ran across this force sensitive kid, you think he would have like stuck around, done something about it, you know, right? Yeah. Like <laughs> recruited him or, hey, I need to train this kid or so or I guess give him a business card. <laughs> right. So instead, he's leaving him to the uh, to the dark Jedi. Right. The, yeah. Whatever this this uh, whatever Nare is. Um, which we got a little bit of a hint or a little kind of I think of a hint of things to come. I think that Rowan is going to figure it out pretty yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. You know, we had, you know, he brings the plant back to her, like that he got her, he got it for her as a gift. And then he's like, oh, yeah, you know, it recognizes your force power. And then right as he says that, it dies. Yeah. Because I guess because of her use of the dark side, it actually killed the plant instead of activating it. Right. And she actually didn't even have to use the force. It was just like placed in front of her and it just died. <laughs> right. Yeah. So... So, yeah, I think he's starting to figure it out. And based on a preview I saw for the next episode, I think he's going to figure it out. <gasps> oh, so, man, yeah. so exciting. Yeah, so. And I like that Cordy actually, um, before Luke and Leia left, she said that, you know, she gave them the, the price of what they had to pay. And it ended up being significantly lower than what they should have gotten. And she said this galaxy will never get any better unless good people are willing to sacrifice for one another <laughs> and she said i can't be this noble much longer <laughs> just go just take it yeah <laughs> yeah that was hard for her to give that money up um but um yeah so they they flew off in a uh, one of the z wings or the uglies uglies and then i like that luke told them you know may the force be with you and that rowan was running after the ship as it was leaving so i hope i hope rowan get, i hope we get to see luke and Rowan interact again because that was pretty neat. And what I found also very cool about this episode was that this is more Luke than what we've seen <laughs> in a long time. I mean, I know we right. have him in the comics, but it, it's great to see him between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, even if it's in Lego form, because we really don't see much of him in between those two movies. Yeah, yeah, it was it was cool to see those characters. Um, and definitely to interact with our, you know, our favorite characters on the show. Um, but where do you go from here? You know, we've already got Luke and Leia. We've got Lando. We had Chewie. You can't really have Han because he's in, he's in Carbonite. That's true. He's in Carbonite. So it's like, you know, where do we go from here? That's true. Hmm. I, I wonder if we'll, cause mm, I was wondering if Boba Fett might like be doing some odd and odd and jobs here and there. Maybe they can come across a bounty hunter. Yeah. Oh well, they have their own bounty hunting action happening. They haven't caught up to Rowan with uh, Grabala the Hutt. Oh, you'll be happy to know. Also, in the preview I saw for the next episode, and maybe you saw the preview. Did you see it? I have not. No. Um, but the, tell me about it. 
those Bash brothers uh, oh, are back. <laughs> Whatever their names were. Oh, uh, Ram, Ram and, and Bash. Bash. I think yeah. that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least one of them was in the preview. Right. Um, so I think maybe we'll get another appearance of uh, Grabala as well. I don't know. but So, yeah. So Great. that was yeah, it was a pretty fun episode, Luke and Leia. Um, I think we covered pretty much everything. Is there? I, there wasn't really any notable voice actors. Uh, we had the re- return of Wick Cooper, um, who we had talked about before, was voiced by um, by uh, Thomas Len- Lennon. Right, um, and then Julie Dolan was pretty neat having, especially since she was like I mentioned in the Star Wars Rebels episode. Right. Yeah. So, but no, no other notables. I was kind of wondering if we if we would have gotten somebody kind of new this episode, but not, there wasn't really anybody. I thought maybe the, the Lieutenant, uh, the Imperial Lieutenant would have been somebody notable, but nope. Mm-mm. Of course that voice actors probably listen to this. Like, wait, what do you mean? I'm not notable. <laughs> 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 Sorry. All, I do. I do like the Imperial officer's voice though. It's very <laughs> nice and uh, nice to listen to. And she had, it was very velvety. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, she it was that was a pretty cool character. And that's that. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the next episode. Although I'll be at San Diego Comic-Con, so Oh, we're going to have to find the fill-in. That'll be sad to to not have you be here for that episode, but we will find somebody to fill in for you and try to try to do a good job. Cool, cool. Yay. And then I'll be, definitely be back afterward to talk more Freemaker stuff. All right. So for now, we can wrap this episode up. You can find us on iTunes. Um, we are over at iTunes. We really appreciate those of you have, that have already left us reviews. We were very surprised to see that we already had a couple reviews, so we really appreciate that. Um, but if you enjoy our show and you'd like to leave us a review, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a, a nice five-star review. That's our favorite kind. Um, <laughs> we're also on Facebook. Uh, you can search for us there. Twitter, at Star Scavengers. Um, you can email us, starscavengers at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website. Um, all of our episodes are there, www.starscavengers.com. And until next time. May the force be with you. we still got to come up with the... An like, ending. They out, don't have a yeah. catchphrase. Yeah, we need to come up with a cool catchphrase. Now.